Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Thursday, October 17th. Um, I will be upgrading the microphone for this podcast in the coming days, so I apologize for the poor audio quality, um, but that should be getting better soon. Uh, so SMC futures are trading essentially flat up a few points. Not much to talk about on the macro front, really the same kind of themes and trends. A lot of headlines on Brexit, a lot of headlines on China trade. Neither, um, None of those headlines really changed the narrative around either issue. So uh, the Brexit tenor this morning a little bit more cautious than it was yesterday um, after a critical faction in the conservative coalition in the UK came out in opposition to the draft agreement being considered. Um, you know, you're still looking at either there's going to be an agreement struck in the next couple of days or you're going to get this October 31st deadline pushed out. It definitely does seem like they are coalescing around some type of a compromise. So even if an extension does occur, I would I would assume it would be relatively modest just to allow some more time for negotiations. Um, again, I don't think this has been a huge issue for the S&P. It certainly has been a contributor to some of the growth slowdown that we've seen in Europe. But I don't, um, I don't think that if we were to see a big red headline about how a Brexit agreement has been struck, why the S&P should, sur- should surge on that type of a headline. Um, on China trade, it's the same as before also. So they are working to draft this phase one text. Um, Trump and Xi look like they will be at this uh, APEC event in Chile in the middle of November for a signing ceremony. Neither has really confirmed that. Xi especially has not confirmed that. Um, definitely a lot of skepticism around that 40 to 50 billion agricultural number. It seems quite removed from reality, um, but it's vague enough that I think Trump can still declare victory. Um, so I don't necessarily think that that's going to scuttle uh, a compromise. But, you know, phase one and avoiding incremental tariffs is good, um, does not necessarily really change the dynamics dramatically. You still have, um, as a whole, the relationship between the U.S. and China's growing more uh, contentious, not less contentious. Um, so those are kind of the big macro issues, no major eco data to really talk about, and then it's really just earnings to go through. So um, banks are probably the single most macro, quote-unquote, group in the entire market, and they've had very good results so far. So we essentially know all the trends on banks, even though there are a bunch left to report, including uh, Morgan Stanley today. But like I said yesterday, it's rare that you see a lot of discrepancy in the major bank trends. So when when the when most of the big banks report, you you can assume that the rest of the industry will kind of follow suit as far as trends are concerned. So very very uh, encouraging to see the bank results. And now we're kind of shifting into other areas, including tech, industrials, etc. The Netflix results overnight um, exceeded a very low bar. I wouldn't necessarily call them very strong. You still, um, you know, I think people were happy to see that the international sub editions were um, were strengthening a little bit. That had been a big area of concern. Um, but that's more an issue of expectations being very low than I think the numbers coming in spectacular. IBM still kind of the same story where their top line results are struggling. Um, you know, the one silver lining you could argue is their critical, uh, the software cognitive division, which is kind of the heart of the company that performed decently. It was just soft and elsewhere that weighed on the overall top line. Uh, CSX, URI, and AA in industrials. Um, nothing super dramatic in any of them. Alcoa rallied more on their asset sale announcement, not on the results themselves. CSX was helped by a very strong operating ratio in the quarter. Um, URI was a little bit underwhelming. In Europe this morning, Ericsson is probably the big upside standout. Results came in strong. They raised their 2020 sales guidance. They talked about 5G rollouts occurring at a more rapid pace than they anticipated. 
Unilever and Nestle were both about in line numerically. Unilever had lower expectations, so that stock is is rallying as a result. Um, and then a few other smaller caps in Europe, but those are the, those are the big ones. Um, in the U.S. for this morning, the big report is probably going to be Honeywell. That's going to kind of be the first real large cap industrial that we hear from. Morgan Stanley also reports, but like I said, we've heard enough of the investment banks where there shouldn't be any shocking results out of uh, Morgan Stanley. There is no one major tonight in the U.S. after the close. Tomorrow morning, um, you're going to get a lot of Chinese eco data, including the September numbers, industrial production, retail sales, and then the Q3 GDP as well. Um, and then there's a few earnings tomorrow morning as well, including Amex, uh, Coca-Cola, State Street. So that's kind of the overall uh, roundup as far as news is concerned. In terms of the market, you know, you still have the same issue of uh, this multiple on the S&P. Do you want to go above 17 times? Do, does the fundamental landscape justify going above 17 times? I don't think it does justify chasing it above 17 times, in which case we're at the ceiling. Um, I will say, though, that there does seem to be a lot of um, – a lot of performance anxiety, performance pain. There definitely does seem to be a yearning to buy the market at any dips. Um, you know, people I think are not necessarily in a, in disagreement fundamentally with what I'm saying. Um, there's just more I think people that not having enough exposure to the tape. Um, in which case you could risk an upside break. But again, I think it's something to fade, not to chase, just because you don't have the fundamental underpinnings, in my opinion, um, to to go to an 18 multiple at at the moment. Uh, So that is everything for today. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening to this podcast.